So Saturday the 23rd, the Premier League, uh, this is the game week before Christmas. Um, so as we mentioned at the top, there are a number of players um, that are one card away. If they get a card in this game, they are spending Christmas with their families. They are devouring Turkey. They are sipping a few beers. <laughs> and then <laughs> they are not going Christmas yeah, Day. And then they are not going anywhere on Boxing Day from this list. I'm looking at you, John McGinn. I'm looking at you, Romero, <laughs> Pape Sar, Ashley Young. You'd have to have a look and see who they're playing. I mean, if you're away at like Plymouth or something, I know that's obviously not Prem, but you know, if it's a away at Newcastle or something, you you're just taking a card. Especially now, all you have to do is this. Just give it a little yeah. give it give a little wave. Oh, I should have been booked there, ref. Easy straight up yellow card. Just kick the ball away. Yeah. Yeah. I look at uh, who was it? Dallow the other day for, for Man United. Yeah, how strange that. Well, Nunez did the same thing earlier in the game. He kicked the ball away. Or he just sort of, the whistle had gone and he like booted the ball. What did he do? Did he kick the ball away so he got a card for that? And then. It was dissent though, weren't it? I think he said. And then he dissented the yellow card. So he got another (laughs) yellow for that. Ah, fuck it. United. We'll talk about United in a minute. I'll just go through these games. Saturday, the 23rd, we've got West Ham uh, hosting Man United. That's eighth against seventh. Forest under Nuno, I presume. By then, uh, hosting Bournemouth, so might have been a relegation class, but Bournemouth have uh, picked up recently. Luton, mm. Newcastle, Fulham, Burnley, Spurs, Everton, the Delhi Alley Derby, as we were just talking about, and then we end that day five thirty. Liverpool, Arsenal. I guess uh, we can go in reverse order. Stick with Liverpool, Arsenal, probably the biggest game. What are your what are your thoughts on both those teams and uh, prediction for that one? <clears throat> I can't see Arsenal winning at Anfield. I think they'll take a draw. Um, I think Arsenal will take a draw, yeah. I mean, they lost at Villa Park. Yep. And lost so at, lost to, at St. James's Park as well. So to go to Anfield and get a point from there, I think they'll definitely take that. They'll keep them top unless Villa win. Liverpool's record was perfect until Man United. And I think if you play that Man United yeah. game again, nine times out of ten, Liverpool, Liverpool get, a, get yeah. I think you how get many a goal. shots? Yeah, it was between twenty and thirty, wasn't it? I think it was twenty-six. I think yeah, twenty-six was, shots and uh, Man United. Uh, what? Who? Whose side were you on with? You know, Keane or Van Dijk? Did you see those the comments from both of them? I think what I think what Van Dijk said was, I mean, there's some truth in it, but yeah. I don't think he should have said it. They had that one chance, didn't they, with Hoyland? But I think yeah. he said they they didn't. There was only one team looking to win the game, which. So watching but, the game, it's hard to disagree with. Really, they were just and again, it's defending. They're a team in absolutely shocking form to go to Anfield, where you got beat seven yeah. 0 last time and get a point. Yeah. Of course, it's a good result. I mean, yeah, oh, it's there's nothing fantastic result yeah. for Man United. That score prediction then for Arsenal Liverpool. We'll 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 do a score prediction for each of these games, and then we'll see who has the most points. Maybe we can get a uh, one point for the result, two points for the correct score, and then we'll see who wins. I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. Whoever wins you, you owes the other person a tenner <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> 20 baht. So I 20 baht, all right. Yeah, I'm going to go 1-1. One, 1-1 one. One, one, Liverpool, Arsenal. I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. I think they'll do it. Nunez. Liverpool scored 21 goals at home compared to 13 away from Arsenal. So Arsenal not scoring too many goals away from home. Um, Spurs Everton. 
uh, the Deli Ali Derby, as we called it. Um, for Spurs, every home game they've scored in, and every home game has seen two or more goals in the game. They are fifth, Everton 16th. Of course, Everton, with the points deduction, they would be much higher. I think they would be seven or eighth at the minute. So how do you see this one going? You're obviously a Spurs fan, so try and keep the bias out of the uh, prediction, if you can. Um, well, I think it'll be a tough game. It's Everton, the most informed team in the last four games, I think, four wins and four. Um, no team Not just that, more. four clean sheets in a row. Yeah, no no team has more wins in the last four games, which is good going, despite what they were like last season and the deduction. I mean, yeah, it motivates them to do well, but it can also be demotivating. It's like, oh, fucking hell, we're yeah. bottom of the league now. I think I think so any I other team, think... like if that was Forest or something, it would have that would have been it, nail in the coffin, sort of. But I mean, they've played some good sides as well: Newcastle, Chelsea, Forest away as well. They beat go three 0 Spurs. I joke it. Three 0 Spurs. After all that, <laughs> after all that praise. Nah, um... No, I'm just looking at the the results. They've won. They've won five out of the last six. The only defeat was that United game, and even yeah. in that game, they were the better team in that game. I probably think it'll be our toughest game of the season. So I, I do think it'll be a tough game. And at home, we're not doing great at home. Uh, well, I, I just think Everton's midfield, if you had a complete midfield, Basuma's obviously out, Benton Kerr's out, Madison's out, There, there's a lack of bite. And if there's one thing you would say about Everton's midfield is it's got that bite. It like <clears> really <throat> is, It's quite a physical midfield. So... I'm not saying Everton will win, but I agree with you. It could be a very, very tough game for Spurs. I think we, it could be the kind of game, you know, they, they beat Sheffield United late, didn't they? That kind of game where they have to yeah. work, they have to work really hard for it. Um, I'm gonna go two one, two one again <laughs> to Spurs. Spurs. So gone three nil. No, two nil. Two nil. Okay. Yeah. So also at three p.m. we've got Fulham Burnley. Uh, Burnley nineteenth in the table. One victory since the 3rd of October. It's not looking good, is it, for, for Vincent Company? And now they travel to Fulham, who have scored 13 goals in the last three home games. What are your thoughts on, on this one, both of these teams? Well, that 13 goals is it's crazy. You wouldn't think anything like that for a team like Fulham, um, being able to score that many. In it came out of nowhere, didn't it, games. really? Um, I know, it's... What, 5-0, 5-0? And a 3-2. But it was yeah. against West Ham, Forest and Wolves. So you would you would probably put Burnley in that category of, of teams as well in terms of, you know, they could do it again. Not saying they'll score five, yeah, but certainly then, they'll they'll be licking their lips. Yeah, well, and they've got, what, Burnley and then the week after Bournemouth. So I wouldn't say easy run, boy. It's definitely possible they can get six points, which would take them to, what, near top eight. Fulham, Burnley, 3-0 Fulham. 3-0 Fulham. It's, this is the the period of the season now for teams like Burnley. You don't want to get, you don't want to create a gap between you and and yeah, safety. Yeah, six points already between Burnley and Forest. Six points, and yeah. Forest have got Forest have got a home game with a potential new manager bounce. So it's not it's not good, is it? No. If Burnley failed to score, they've scored just six goals away from home this season. They've conceded in every single away game so far. It's uh, it's not looking good for them. They're probably one of my favourites to go down. Them and Sheffield United. I know Sheffield United yeah, kept a clean sheet, but got Sheffield United on a little Acker to go down. Who else you got yeah, on there? Got to go down Acker. 
They can have good cash outs them sometimes. I put a fiver on it, so I'm 20 cash out. It's all right. Oh, no, 25 cash out. What the hell? Uh, Sheffield United to be relegated. QPR to be relegated. Darmstadt in the Bundesliga. Darmstadt, yep. Relegated. Wrexham top seven. Chesterfield top three. Marseille top four. Is that all one bet? The only thing I'd say there no. is QPR, they're turning it round Fine. with their Fine. new gaffer. Out, their new Spanish gaffer, I think he is. Oh, they got a new gaffer, I didn't even realise. Yeah, oh, Ainsworth was... Oh. Oh. If they still had Ainsworth, I'd say that's a, that's a winner. <laughs> but... Yeah, they shipped him out. They, they took a while to sack him, but they they did sack him. Yeah, 10 points in the last 15. It's not bad for a relegation side. So what's your, your prediction for Fulham Burnley? You went 3-0? Yeah, 3-0. All right, I will go... I'll go 2-0. So, <clears throat> so far, we, we've got three home wins out of three. Um, I think the next game might change that. It is Luton Town hosting... Newcastle United, another home game for Luton. Um, they've conceded in every home game. The last game, of course, got abandoned because uh, Lockyer, the captain, had a heart attack. He's still in hospital. So for Luton at home to Newcastle, the last five games have ended BTTS. The Bournemouth game was BTTS. It was 1-1 uh, before it was abandoned. Do you think this one will go the same way? Can they score against Newcastle? Remember, this is a, a Newcastle team that's won once on the road this season, and that win came at Sheffield United. So on the road, it is not good at all for Eddie Howe this season. Yeah, to be fair, I think every time I've watched Luton, I thought they played well. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I've watched them and thought, yeah, these are rubbish. You can tell they've came up from the championship yeah they're not getting results i mean what is it four losses yeah four losses in they've, five they've won just one at home but against they've scored Palace, in all but yeah. one game well yeah well you, you know the against... one team they didn't score against Duh. go on say it spurs Probably and i don't know if you remember in that game they missed a, a massive chance at the back post yeah, like it was it, yeah harder to, harder to miss. yeah yeah but yeah, I watched them against Arsenal. I thought they were great. City as well. I mm. thought they played well in that first half. I think both teams will score because yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, watching Newcastle against Spurs, they were they were so easy to open up. Um, yeah, they just look so leggy as well. They were so tired. Uh, and obviously, with the amount of games that are in December, will it be another repeat of that? Especially at home, I know that you know, the, the Tom Lockyer thing it will add to the atmosphere. I know the atmosphere has been electric at, at Luton because they're you know a small Premier League team, so every home game is like a final. But I'll just read out some of the, the teams that they've actually played at home so far. And like you just mentioned, some of those performances. They, they scored against West Ham, they scored against Wolves, Burnley, Spurs defeat. They took a point from Liverpool, beat Crystal Palace. They scored three goals against Arsenal, and then they scored against Man City and made it pretty uncomfortable for Man City. I think if Man City didn't get those mm. quick goals in succession, it could have been a, a, a different story, to be honest. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think um, I think BTTS could could land here. It's it's hard to pick a winner, to be honest, because Newcastle oh, not in the best shape. And but then Newcastle can just switch it on and just like that. Mm. You know the, the well that's that's the difference in it between them and Luton. They've got someone like Isak who's just give him a give him half a chance and he'll just absolutely bury it. I mean, what, they were poor against Spurs, poor against Everton, but then they put aside Fulham and it's like... They lost last night, didn't they, in the Carabao Cup, Chelsea? Yeah, but they were winning up, up until 
a trippier mistake in the final minute. Trip, trippier again. What do you think? Do you think that's just tired legs, tired mind? It's unlike him, isn't it? Yeah, because I know he's usually so consistent, usually so sound. You'd expect him to not make mistakes like that. But I think, yeah, he's how old is Trippier now? Late twenties. Must be pushing thirties. Yeah, must be pushing thirties. Um, oh, thirty-three. Son ran circles around him. Mudrick was like tweeting him saying, "Don't worry, bro. Lift your head up. You're a great player." <laughs> You don't want to see that, do you? You don't want to see Mudrick <laughs> what? atting you. Of all the players, got Mudrick yeah. atting you. It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. Get, get your head up, Kieran. I'm going to go with 2-1 Luton. I'm going to go somewhere different. I'm going to put it out there. And I think Luton, they're going to get a win for their deserved performances recently. Nice. Yeah, I mean, the performances have certainly been there. They have scored in the majority of those home games. I think they're going to score. I'm going to go, I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to go 2-2 for this one. And also at 3pm, we've got Forrest Bournemouth. Bournemouth in uh, cracking form at the minute. Forrest, what will that new manager bounce do? Will there be a new manager bounce? The thing is for Forrest, the home form it wasn't necessarily the problem, certainly not across the past year. Um, they mm. have lost the last three home games coming into this, but before that, they were unbeaten in five at home this season. Bournemouth unbeaten. In six games, just one defeat since the middle of October. That defeat was to City. Who knows how Nuno's going to play, but under a new manager, I think it can turn things around. I like Forrest. I think they're a good team. I want them to stay up. Um, but Bournemouth, it's not a difficult one. They've won the last three away games, Bournemouth. Man United, Crystal Palace and Sheffield United scoring two or more in each of those games. I'm feeling another draw, to be honest. Maybe a 1-1 or something. Because there will be that bounce, and like Nuno, he's not. He's oh. just gonna. He's gonna try and go for a one nil, isn't he? It's like that's that's what he's all about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When Tottenham had him, he uh, three one nils in a row at the start of the season. Got did you get manager of the month? Yeah, and it got him manager of the month because he was top with three one nil wins, and then he lost bloody about five on the bounce. And and yeah, it just um, wasn't the football that Spurs fans wanted to see at all, was it? Oh. Even Wolves fans were getting a bit pissed off with it. By the time he got to the end of Nuno's tenure at Wolves, he was wanted out. A lot of Wolves yeah, fans he, were... They couldn't score. ...unhappy with, yeah. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 Bournemouth. 1-0 Bournemouth. Right, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with another draw. going to go 1-1. Um, and that leaves us with the 12.30 kickoff. West Ham United hosting Manchester United. Uh what are your thoughts on United at the minute? Should they should they stick with Ten Hag? Is he is he the answer, or is it is it you know as every pundit says it's the it's the Glazers? Who is it? Who's at fault for United's uh, say poor form? They've only lost two games since October. They, they're strange, aren't they? They get results, but when you watch them, there's not much I there. I don't think Ten Hag's the answer, but then if you sack him, I just think it makes more problems because I mean. They're not in the Carabao Cup. Obviously, FA Cup's not started. They're not in the European Cup. So, they're not. what are they going to bring a manager in for just to either win the FA Cup or try to get top four? Don't think they'll get top four. And I don't think they'll win the FA Cup. Just let him continue because there's no point. You're, not, you're going to bring a manager in for nothing, I think. I think if you want to change the manager, do it at the end of the season. Because I just, I don't think the team's good enough to be able to turn anything around. I don't think yeah. they, I don't I'm not expect them to go on some run and be able to be up there with Arsenal, Pool, 
Villa City Spurs. It's like, like what we were saying before, like Ten Hag, he's got this way he wants to play. You see how Ajax played when he was there, but then McTominay, mm. Maguire, Lindelof, Wambasaka, these players, yeah, they're not they're not going to play that same style of football for you. Maybe he needs a few more transfer windows. But then again, it's it, it just makes him look bad money. when someone like Ange comes in and does transform a team yeah. so quickly. I think he could no, be doing better, Ten Hag. I do, I do think that. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think. I mean, he had that optimism last season when he, he came in. He did great, won the cup, got top four. No, yeah, he just seemed the arrogant type. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows what goes on in the dressing room? That's obviously why Sancho has been excluded. Fine line between like having that authority, well, like Fergie did, and coming across as like a bit of a dick, if you know what I mean. And some of the younger players yeah. now, if you maybe they take it the wrong way. Like I can't believe Sancho, three hundred and fifty grand a week. He's not even training. Why isn't there like people at the top of Man United <laughs> saying what is going on? One nearly one and a half million a month just being drained. The people at the top need to either. Get rid of Sancho. I mean, did it with fucking Ronaldo or say Ten Hag? You're wasting our money here. Neville's right. He says it every bloody week. I'm kind of sick of it, but he is right in that toxicity at the top seeps through to all the way down to the core. Oh, 100%. The culture of the club is just it's just yeah. changed, and it from the days of Fergie and Gill. But there's no there's also just a void. So there's nobody to tell Ten Hag. It doesn't seem like anyway to tell him like, listen, you've got to sort this out. He must play. Don't seem like there is anybody mm. that is saying that to Ten Hag, but hey ho, uh, let's have a look at the form. No goals in the last couple of games. He lost at home to Bournemouth, and then um, he sort of went to Anfield. I was going to say they backed it up with a nil-nil draw at Anfield. It is a pretty good result, to be fair, but not again, not a great performance. Even these wins that they've been getting, you just don't they don't fill you with confidence. So, with no, that said, no. What is your prediction for that one? West Ham, Manchester United. Oh, God. Um, West Ham only lost two at home this season, by the way. Scored in all um, but one of their home games. 3-2 West Ham. 3-2. You're having a real deep think about that one. <laughs> I know. I, I don't really like either team, so... 3-2 West Ham. playing Chelsea. Yeah, I can see West Ham getting something from that game. It's it's the mm. the early game on TV. So you're going to go 3-2 for that one. I will go I go 2-1 West Ham, late winner. And the camera pans to Ten Hag and the crisis continues. Rubbing his bald head. <laughs> if he had hair, he'd be pulling it out. So that's the um, Premier League. We will just on, take yeah. um, a look at the, the one game that is on on Christmas Eve. What what are your thoughts on that? Christmas Eve game, Chelsea fans travelling to the Midlands if they do decide to travel. I mean, why couldn't that game have just been on the 23rd like the others? Uh, yeah. Is it on TV? It, it got moved because it's on TV, yeah. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's just... We all love football, it's, but come on. I know, but no one wants to watch it on a Christmas Eve. No yeah, one no, wants I to don't, travel yeah. on a Christmas Eve. I don't and actually think with... it'll be that high, the viewing figures. I know, and people are at the UK, pub and stuff, aren't they? Uh, in the UK, there's train strikes left, right, and centre, especially over Christmas. Yeah. No yeah. one wants to be fannying about driving up and down the country on Christmas Eve. I, I think it's pretty ridiculous. And money, <clears throat> it's just money in it. Yeah. So that game kicks off at one. 
So what? They're getting out about 3 p.m., get the train from the Midlands to Chelsea. That's, what, two hours or something on a fast train? Mm. Be back home for about 8, 9 p.m. But if they miss that train or they want to have a pint after the game, could be getting home around 10 p.m. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame any Chelsea fans for not going uh, to to support oh, the team in that. One. No, I, I wouldn't. Could be an awful derby. I probably wouldn't. Back to the football side of this game. Wolves a bit of a dark horse given who they've played at home this season. Uh, they've played Brighton, Liverpool, City, Villa, Newcastle, Spurs, Burnley, and Forest. So apart from Burnley and Forest, quite a tough opening. Uh, eight fixtures. They are unbeaten in the last six home games. So Chelsea, this is not going to be a, an easy game for them. Their only victory in the last three games came against Sheffield United. Um, and sort of like Man United, they just don't fill you with confidence, really, this Chelsea team when you watch them. No. And I think Wolves are... I think they're a quality side. The manager's great. He's only, he's not, he's only what, his second season? He knows what he wants to play. He seems smart. He seems knowledgeable. I was watching on Sky Sports a few weeks ago and the way he was talking about how he wants to play his team, it's encouraging. If I heard that as a Wolves fan, I'd be happy about it. Uh, I'd be looking forward to the football. Chelsea, though, uh, just... I don't really know what I have to comment on them because they're just so poor. I don't understand how, when you've got a manager in Pochettino who's just so promising. I mean, he's proven... And the money the spent as well. The amount of money is obscene. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a completely different conversation. I mean... Um, They've lost the last the three win. away games coming into this one. Lost Chelsea. the last three, yeah. They lost at Newcastle yeah. 4-1, lost at United 2-1, and uh, recently they lost at Everton, whereas Wolves unbeaten in six. So, I mean, could go either way. Christmas Eve is one of those, isn't it? The occasion yeah. might play into it. I'm going to yeah, go I'm for it. Go I'm going to go Wolves for a... Win. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say the same. I'm going to go 2-0 Wolves. I'll match it. Uh, I just don't, when I watch Mudrick, when I watch Jackson, Sterling has had, had good moments this year, to be fair. Cole Palmer looks like he can be a good player, but to say that Jackson is the, the number nine that's supposed to be getting you 20, 25 goals, it, it's not happening. Worst striker in the Premier League. There's some teams certainly lower than Chelsea that I don't think would swap their strikers. I don't think Bournemouth would swap him for, for Dominic Solanke, mm. the way he's been playing at the minute. And that is it for the predictions. We will be back next time. And um, Daniel will probably owe me a tenner because uh, I think my predictions are going to win. I think those results are going to be solid as a rock. I can't even remember most of them, but I will watch the video back and then uh, I'll make a note of them and we'll see who comes out. I'll be watching trumps. back on a Saturday evening thinking, yeah, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine. Count, Counting your money. <laughs>